Welcome back, Beers Watch Podcast, episode 323, Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement, and maybe the saddest, angriest podcast. Who knows where this is going to go, what kind of flow we're going to have, but let's just go ahead and get into it. Jeez, man, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. Uh, like Kevin was saying, our reaction video was pretty good, but in the end, we didn't get that dope, but if you're looking for me, it's Jeeves1988 on Instagram and Twitter. All right, and Caleb, last time, I think wherever it was, post-game for game one or whatever, you had the vid. Glad to see you're better. You're back. How you doing? Good, man. Yeah, on the mend from all that. Um, felt like I didn't get a, a lot out uh, the last time uh, I was on, the, uh, before week one. So I have a lot to say. Excited to join the <laughs> night. And, uh, fired up. So ready to get back at it. All right, and Duvall... I'm going to take a shot in the dark here. You couldn't join on Sunday because you were helping your mom put her Christmas tree together, Halloween decorations on. What was the what was the hold up there? So it wasn't it wasn't that. Uh it's funny you say that. She, her tree and stuff is already up. Yep. My grandma's is up, man. Uh the the house, my parents' house had like a covid stuff so ah, okay okay i was just more so just making sure that they were straight okay so, fair enough so, yeah. fair enough so yeah so how, well then how are you doing then where did you get to watch oh, it I'm, live I'm fine. okay yeah yeah i was fine so like, i i i was able to watch it like it was no thing but it was more so just getting everything and running errands for them and stuff like that and plus you know getting ready for my race i um i was getting ready for that too so i ran that morning and trying to get stuff done for that but yeah I, I'm good, man. I'm good, and I know we'll we'll definitely dive into this uh, this Panthers first quarter of the season. So, yeah. ours it kind of first quarter? I don't know. Yeah, since we got extra games. But um, if you're looking for me, just Duvall on Instagram, Rod versus Duvall on Twitter. All right, and Lurs, the only one that is wearing Panther garb, got the Honolulu hat on. How you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm doing all right. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I tell you, it's it. I haven't felt as bad going in like a Monday at work as I did this one, and it wasn't because I drank a lot of alcohol on Sunday. It was just, and we'll dive into it. Just the way everything is unfolded at zero and four. Like we've been one and three, one and four, two and two, two and zero, oh, and just sitting here, it just felt like man, it was that was one of the roughest Mondays in a while. So, well, Lurs, where can they find you if you want to be found? Uh, Harold Jenderson on Twitter, Lurs on Instagram. All right. For me, j Nation, Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook, and then find us on all your podcast listening platforms. And, of course, as Jeeves mentioned, Caleb was saying he appreciated it. He did a good, we did a good job on the reaction video Sunday. We started off so strong, so hit us on that YouTube. They see me rolling. It's just all, tr- like, I can't say any comments to anybody. Any Vikings fans are now jumping on and commenting, like, I'm glad we beat you guys Sunday. We turned our season around, and all I can do is say, yep, you're right, because there's nothing we can do on that. But it's a rough one. Uh, as I just said, that Monday was just, I don't know. I, I'll say Caleb and Jeeves knows him. Adam Alexander was in Monday for NASCAR Race Hub, and I, you know, he just said, how you doing? And I was like, well, the Panthers suck. He's like, oh, it's early. It was good to hear somebody try to be nice, even though the Panthers fucking suck right now. But just as him just saying that, I was like, it was nice, because everybody else is like, yeah, you're right, they suck. You take flack from Falcons fans, from Saints fans at work, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, man, I'll let Caleb, you missed last time, so go ahead and, and 
you've got a particular thing where you're working Sunday, so you can't watch till later the full game. You're watching Red Zone. Go ahead and lay it out what you got. Yeah, man, it's just kind of disappointing. I just – it feels like it's a never-ending cycle at this point. I mean, you hear about franchises and you see franchises from afar, like the Browns our entire childhood and, like, those kind of people. And you're like, how, do, how are people so bad? How are franchises so bad for 20 years? And it just feels like we're kind of at that spot right now. It just – it's nothing's working. And I get it. It's a rookie uh, head coach uh, with a rookie quarterback and and a whole new offensive weapons around him. So, like – it, it it just feels like we are are really dumb because every year we sit here before the season starts and we're like eight or nine wins and no <laughs> doubt like you know it's gonna happen we're good enough we have enough talent but like I I don't I, there's not a single person on this roster right now Icky Horn Burns I don't care about any of them yeah. like like there's there's not a cornerstone on this team that I'm like that guy has to be here. <clears throat> um, you know, you see, and you're like, well, if we had CMC and DJ Moore, we finally have the quarterback. And it's like, well, maybe. <laughs> I don't even know if we have the quarterback right now. You know, I, I'm still a believer in Bryce. I think you don't know anything about Bryce until year two or whatever. So uh, at this point, it's it, it's about learning what Frank has and what Bryce has and just making sure that trade last year was for nothing. So uh, uh, extremely disappointed, and I don't even know where to begin. I, I think I have a list of 100 things that are that are wrong or could have been better. So I, I think just uh, just kind of a no man's land some, right now. Yeah, someone's got to gotta put together the, the Lucy and Charlie Brown holding the football. Panthers fans hope every year, and it's Lucy holding the football with our hope and us as Charlie Brown as Panther fans trying to kick it as she's going to pull the ball away because – you hit it right there. I mean, we. it feels like we're just talking – if we went back and pulled up our last three or four years of pods, it's very similar to what we talked about. I'm not ready to give up on Bryce. I think he's processing so much that it's almost to a determinant of him right now. I saw Steve Smith clip come out saying how he – basically the Vikings used that against him where as soon as they would see him check, they would fake check to make sure he's overthinking. But I also think – Frank Wright talked about it all offseason, how he spent his time after getting fired, reevaluating, redoing things. And he still, after 0-4, is going to call plays, not letting Thomas Brown call it. When he came from the McVay system, at least let somebody else do something. You said you learned stuff, and now his stubbornness is, I feel like, holding us back, at least in general. And on top of your, you know, not feeling like anybody... God, I wish we would have traded J.C. Horn or Brian Burns with the to to Chicago instead of Moore. I, maybe we would have had a little. I'm not saying Moore's all pro, but he could at least get open, and we could turn some of those screens into something. But Thielen's been up and down, but I, Sharks up and down, Mingo's up and down, Marshall finally. I think he called the ball damn like nine times on Sunday, but it was it was all quick screens. I don't. It's I, yeah. I mean. Blurs, go ahead. Uh, you know, it just, I mean, it is. The, it, I don't think we're dumb because we had so many years where, like, we didn't make the playoffs, and then the next year we did, you know, back and forth, at least with Ron. And then we're sitting here, and we, we talked about it all off season. Like, we need an adult in the room, a coach, you know, that can handle. We got penalties left and right, yeah. making dumb mistakes, bad time management. I mean, I think that's just a pan. You get in a Panthers uniform, you don't know how to manage a clock. Like, I think that's what happens every time. It just sucks. I mean, 
It is the same thing. It's yeah. the same thing. It's the same thing. Because, like, think about it with Rule. We were in a bunch of games, right? Yeah. And we blew them. That's when the story of this year, I don't, I don't understand running, like, 15 screens. Yeah. Like, look at, look at these other – I'm still a believer in Bryce, too, and I think he actually made some pretty nice throws in yep. this game when he had time. Yep. Uh, which is, you know, a dime a dozen there. But, like, I mean, we got Ian Thomas running out there, getting hit in the face with the ball in the end zone. <laughs> Karis Marshall getting hit in the face with the ball in the end zone. Can't stay up. Like, I mean, I I agree with Caleb. There's not a player on this roster other than Bryce. And the only reason I say Bryce is because we gave up so much for him. Yeah. We have no choice to back him, right? Yeah. So, it just sucks. It, it, everything going on and I think my biggest question through four weeks with what we've seen is, is the lack of downfield throws Frank Reich's play calling, or is it them not trusting Bryce Young? Like, what is it? Is it Bryce I, not I think showing he can do it? I think, because look, because the way I look at it, I want to say it's it's Bryce a little hesitant because he's been getting blasted. I mean, Andy Dalton against Seattle was slinging the rock, but he also, as we talked about, he knows his job's not on the line, right? Like, he could have thrown four picks and he's still going to be the backup and know everyone's going to go, it's Andy Dalton. He's booty cheeks. He's a backup for a reason, right? So, And he's been around for so long, he, he has the confidence. I think Bryce is thinking so much that he's always trying to make the right play where right now it's like he's thinking so much where it's a deterrent, a deterrent as it opposed to helping him right now. Well, if that's the case... Then it's, so I blame Frank Reich for not going to Bryce and say throw four interceptions. Agree. Make the throw you think you can throw. Yeah. <laughs> at least we're at least we're losing while we're trying. Yes. To move yeah. the ball. Getting, <laughs> getting him back to playing football instead of thinking so damn much. Yeah. Exactly. You look at C.J. Stroud, and I'm sure that'll be a conversation at some point. They have that guy playing so free right now. Yeah. And, and yep. just letting him sling it. Let Bryce go out and sling it, and, and just see what happens. At least you can have a better better evaluation of Bryce because right now. Bryce going out there and being 25 of 32 for 200 yards is showing us nothing yeah. of what the guy can do. Yeah. I I agree. I think I mean I I blame more Frank Wright. Yeah. Because if you look at if you look at Andy Dalton's game, it, it seemed like he had a full playbook to work with. <laughs> Bryce like just look at where Bryce threw the ball this game like literally there was over 10 screens, right? Like and they tried to say oh well, the Chargers did that, that were blah blah. I don't give a shit. Like like Caleb said, Stroud's getting to throw it around. Granted, he's got some better playmakers than us. Yeah. I think that's clear. I think Anthony Richardson, they're letting him play freely too. Yeah. And they're okay with the mistakes. And it's like, if you're going to tell me at the beginning of the season, uh, you know, we're going to be going for the NFC South title, blah, blah. Like, we think we got the guy. Why aren't you letting them prove it? Yeah. Like, let, let them do it. Let him do it. You don't give up that much not to see what he has either. So yeah. that's, I mean, I'm, I'm really frustrated with the coaching, and I mean, I'm, I'm done with Fitterer. I'm done with him. I'm <laughs> absolutely done with him. He's the one that got all our hopes up in the first place. Yeah. So, and he's the one that has made a majority of the wrong moves. I don't give a shit if you're in every deal. If you make the wrong deal every time, yeah. what are you doing? Fair you know enough. what I mean? And I think. Yeah. And I'm worried we're going to get in this cycle where, all right, Federer gets fired at the end of the year. We keep right, right? And then next year, right gets fired. And we're just <laughs> in this carousel of, like, having a coach without the GM that actually wanted them and vice versa. And 
Well, I'm let just, me let me let me pause, and this may be near, near the end of the podcast question, but what record do you realistically think Frank Wright could get fired after one season? Uh, he's here next year, regardless. Oh, I mean, Owen seventeen. I think he's done. I think they clean, clean out. Yeah. I I even think three wins. I mean, he might. Said? What is sixteen? I yeah. think he's still in because because too. you know why? Because then you're looking at literally you you could have done the same thing with Matt Corral, right? Like, and you yeah. and so now you're looking at another team. The Bears are going to have your one two pick or three. And you're going, damn, we could have gotten May, we could have gotten Caleb and not given up all this. We could have, you know, there have been a lot, there would have been a lot of we could have. And I think, I think, I think if he doesn't get to four or five, I think he may be gone because that would be, as Adam said, when is Tepper going to step back and, and look in the mirror and go, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Like, what, what is he doing? Because he keeps doing this cycle of fire one guy, but hire another guy. Hire a guy for two years, fire a guy, and it's like they never mesh up. And right now the moves are there. But to pause on that, unless anybody has to throw it, back to the play calling, we were rolling with Chuba. And I don't need to be a Chuba. You guys are not yeah. like Chuba. We put Miles in, and Miles, it was so funny. My dad was sitting next to me watching the game, and he's like, Miles Sanders is running like he's got sandbags on his legs. Like, he's just oh. slow. I don't know if he's still hurt. I don't know what it is, but – we, we, it just messed our flow up. Shuba was popping off. He was averaging five yards a carry. They put Miles in, who's only at 1.9, and it completely stalled our next two drives because we're trying to force Miles to get the ball. And it's like, don't feed me this bullshit. Bet, play the best player. I know Chuba ended up out, you know, out snapping uh, Miles in the end because I get because he was playing better. But man, that back to Fitterer, that signing's looking rough as well. Well, I don't think they're using him right. Because yeah. every time he gets the ball, it's a, they know exactly where he's going. He's running <laughs> yeah. it right up the middle. Yeah. They don't right run him outside. Yeah. Look at the the Seahawks game. We had him running out. We had we threw it to him nine times, and he did good with it, right? Yeah. Like, I just think our O-line sucks. I, I like, which blows my mind because they were so good the second half of the year last year. And it's like, I find it hard to believe that you, you pop Corbett in, it's all just going to magically get better. I'd love to think that, but, I mean, they've shot my optimism. Yeah. Done. I'm done being optimistic. Right. I'll come in and a fucking 10-win prediction. That was dumb. <laughs> I, mean, I thought Bryce, like, I thought Bryce would be a little more advanced than he is right now. So, like, maybe that's on me because he is a rookie. Yeah. So. But he's I, getting. I think that. Go ahead, Caleb. No, I think that's part of it, too. It's just like between our optimism for Bryce, how the offense played last year under Wilkes, uh, and um, it just felt like coming in, I, like I said it earlier, I just feel like we were dumb with the, with the way we thought we were going to be this year. Just, you know, we did lose every offensive weapon we had. Yep. We threw a rookie quarterback into a brand new system, <clears throat> and Frank Reich's probably working with the worst offense he's ever worked with. I wouldn't mind Frank handing it off to Thomas Brown and just kind of like resetting it and just be like, all right, we may win three games this year, but let's really revamp this offense from here moving forward. Uh, because it just feels like it feels like we set Bryce and this team up to fail. And maybe we should have been a little more realistic about where this offense was going to be. Now, I agree that I, I do think missing Corbett and Christensen is huge, both the guards. And then Icky has just been dreadful. Yeah. Like I, I don't know what what the cliff, how he fell off such a cliff, but 
that's been one of my biggest disappointments because we thought we had a franchise left tackle, and now I don't even know if we have anybody but Bozeman on the line and moving forward, you know? Even, so it's like... But they've all... All the linemen have had moments, and I know it's football, you get beat, but I'm thinking, like, there's times Bozeman's getting blown off the ball, and he's a big dude, and I get it. It's football. Everyone loses. You don't win every rep, but... We paid some of these guys, and they're not performing up to what it was. And, I, you know, you can say Corbett's not there, Christian's not there, but there's a couple plays where Bozeman's getting moved, and he's got to – with Bryce being a smaller guy, that center of the pocket is key. And I think uh, he's getting pressured the most out of any of the quarterbacks right now. Zavala, I'm sure you guys saw the stat. He's already given up 28 pressures, which is more than every guard in the league. The most by a guard, any other guard, is like at 12 or 13 – I don't know what to do. I don't know if it's scheme. I don't know if it's coaching. I would love for Frank, and, and going back to time management, it seems like he's so worried about calling plays. He's not good at this multitasking. Hand it off to the OC. Let Thomas Brown call plays so you can focus on other stuff because getting a rookie quarterback who likes to make a lot of checks at the line with nine seconds left is not going to get it done. Like, that's also. I'm not giving up on Frank. Like, I, I still like – okay, well, let me repeat. Let me say this, actually. <laughs> so, so I've already found myself pissed off at his post-game press conferences because they remind me of Rule and they remind me of Rivera. And I, maybe I'm just growing up and realizing that every coach that's losing says the same shit <laughs> every single time. And, and like – because a lot of stuff that he's saying and a lot of stuff, time management stuff that's happening in the game, you're like – an eight-year-old can sit here and watch the game and be mad at this. Like, what is happening? So maybe it's just all football coaches are kind of dumb in the moment, right? And and, and so I I read the quotes post post game and I'm like, he really didn't just say that, did he? Yeah. But maybe it's just all football coaches that coach bad teams. So like, I I like Frank. I, I'm not giving up on Frank. I just think. It, he's got to hand the play calls off and he's got to be the adult in the room, like yeah. Adam said. Just, just manage the team, manage the roster, manage the clock management, and let your coaches coach. We, this coaching staff was so touted all off season by the media, by us, and by themselves that and Tepper's money that like they got to start earning it. There's yeah. no reason that this coaching staff with our schedule is should be zero and four. Agreed. Like if, if you say one and three, two and two, I'd be like, all right, that's great. But zero and four with everything at their disposal and how, with how easy the schedule's been, it, it's an extremely huge red flag. Yeah. Duvall. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> everybody's got a lot to say. Um, I'm, I'm also still, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be as optimistic as I can be as well. Um, but I do, and I, and I know I've talked to Jacob a couple of times throughout the first few weeks is, is I think I did kind of set the sights really high on Bryce and on this coaching staff. Um, do I think that we have as much talent as we did last year? You can make the case outside of the skill position at receiver. But I felt like if we were able to get five, six wins, seven wins over the past few years, I thought we would be able to get that same amount, if not more, this year with Bryce. I think that we were – some balls would bounce our way. Everybody would be able to stay healthy. Our defense could carry us. And we could find a way. But right now, like, there's moments where the defense gives up on us, which I understand because they've been falling out and they've been out there for so long. And the offense is going three and out, and they're really not giving them an opportunity. But, I'm again, I'm trying to be optimistic as well. But I, I just don't know uh, where we go from here. Uh, 
in my opinion, I think they should just really just open up the playbook. They really should just open it up and just see because we don't have anything to lose now. So just really just kind of just cut loose, see what you've got, and um, really just kind of use a little bit of sense of urgency when it comes to Bryce on the offensive side of the ball. Sometimes do a little hurry up, things like that. Uh, but, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I was, I was extremely upset on on Sunday as well just because, I mean, the defense played like – you, you you can they had us in that game. Yeah. Like I mean absolutely. You, you had a pick six after a terrible penalty by Franklin. The the fourth yep. longest play in Panthers franchise history. And then you you're shutting them down. Kirk gets another pick for you. You get before the half. You mismanage the clock, but you still end up getting three out of it. You go up thirteen seven. Yes. And then it's like, you know, the strip sack Again, that left side, like you said, Icky is somewhere. I don't know where where his mind is, what happened. I mean, they said Harrison Smith had three sacks his whole career, and he's been playing the league for 13, 14, 15 years, and he got three in one game. They did the same thing over and over to Icky. They, we saw in the preseason. We thought it was just preseason. It's it's carried over. I don't know, you know, the, the offensive line coach has heralded around the league, but has he lost some of the touch? with? I don't know, but it's just – it is weird there, and it seems like teams know exactly what we're going to do. And then, yeah, we were in it, we were in it. I mean, even going down to the last drive, it's almost like, you know, Bryce is seeing ghosts, and he's not pulling the trigger because he's getting hit so much, and he's not playing freely, he's thinking so much. So, yeah, it's that was a tough one. That was one of the toughest ones just because it felt like we had this game the whole way. We also can't stop the run when we need to. I mean, minutes, I mean, and we can't run the minute. I mean, the Eagles with DeAndre Swift, they gave up Miles Sanders to get DeAndre Swift, ran 175 yards. I know their offensive line is fucking more is a lot better than ours. 175 yards on Minnesota a couple weeks ago. We managed like a hundred and something. It's just I, we don't know what we want to do. Do we want to throw? Do we want to pass? Are our running backs fast? Are they running backs slow? I you know who knows? But it is it's just getting very frustrating. And I'm trying to mentally prepare myself to go into the bye week 0 and six. And oh, it's done. I mean, Lock it in. I, yeah. Yeah, 100% done. And, I mean, dude, our defense has played, to me, over-expected given the injuries we've had. Like, if you were going to tell me Horn got hurt, which, oh, what a shocker. Yeah. Shaq got hurt. Dante goes out last game. And our defense puts up the performance when it does. Like, I can't – the one good coaching hire looks like Evero because look at Denver's – defense without him you know what i mean (laughs) so he's the one if you want to go for optimism i guess he's making me optimistic right and i mean where was burns i don't even know where he was that whole game yeah uh you've got lubu's been playing out his ass i'm loving what i'm seeing out of him but i mean every game more and more especially every time we lose i'm like i guess we can trade burns you know (laughs) we probably should the rate we're going because uh I mean, we've, we've got to do something. But our defense has played well enough to win every single game. Yeah. So, uh, granted, Atlanta Saints, probably not the best offenses. But that Seattle game, I mean, I feel like they played well. They just got tired, which always yeah, seems to be a new team. Yep. That's what always happens. But, hey, more optimism if we keep losing – we're not going to lose Evero and Thomas Brown like everybody said That's, we would next offseason. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah see, we can get a pick for him in the next yeah. year, hopefully. See, my, my, my big brain 
was conspiracy theory was Frank Wright was just trying to do this so he can the offensive play call on so he can keep Thomas Brown for another year so when he does leave after year two they get the pick for him. Now it's no one's going to get hired, but at some point, like like I guess I keep asking my question. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, right? He's been calling plays. He's zero four. Do we go? Does he go all the way to zero and six and go into the bye week and finally hand it over to Thomas Brown, or does he just keep fucking being stubborn? Like that's where I start getting frustrated with people, and this is just me in everyday life when people do the same shit over and over. And expect different results or get mad at you when they do the same shit and they get the same results and bitch about it. It's like, what do you, you got to do something different. You have to try something different yeah. to get a different thing. I just, that's, and that's been my frustration with Rule, with Rivera near the end, is these coaches get so stuck in their ways and, and Wright preached, oh, I'm, I'm going to be better than that. And and so far he hasn't. So I just don't, I mean, I hate to see us go to 0-6, but I'm trying to mentally get there to not be as upset. Well, and that's that's the thing too is like when I mean, you look at preseason and every every game it was out oh, we're being vanilla yeah there's no need to be concerned we're being we're being vanilla we're not showing everything and it feels like they're even more vanilla now than they were in preseason like it's just like <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's like it, I don't that's the thing it's like I don't know if 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 coaches just think fans are dumb but it's just like the things they say it's just like man come on so. Yeah, give it to Thomas Brown and let's move on. Uh, do y'all? Let's start. Let's start there. Do you, do you still think Frank could be the right coach? I, I mean, I, I'm with you. I mean, obviously, I don't want to give up on him yet. But as I spoke to it earlier, I mean, go up and down that schedule, and like, I'm going to be the ultimate pessimist. Zero wins is possible. Like, it's really, it's really hard to do. But after we get to the bye, there were three three games we thought we could win, right? That was Indianapolis, Houston, and then Chicago. I mean, the way Indy's looking, they're going to fucking, uh, what's his name? Richardson's going to run all over us. The way Houston's looking, they're at least letting Stroud do it. We can't, like, I don't know. And then now Chicago, that may be the one win, right? It might be, I think Lurz even tweeted it. It might be the one game who's going to have – Chicago's going to have the first and second pick regardless. It just depends on if it's ours or if it's their pick. So – and then and then it gets – now, divisional matchups can go either way, right? Like that – there's still, what, four of those left? Two Bucks, one Falcons, one Saint. And there are a lot of injuries that could still happen and change a lot of things. But, I mean, we got Tennessee. Who's going to stop Derrick Brown? We haven't been able to stop fucking Charbonnet, DJ Dallas – at Madison, like every running back that we played against, fucking has ran all over us. So I like who else we got? We got Tennessee in there. I think Cincinnati's in there. Who else? Broncos. We got Cowboys after Cow- the Bears. Oh fuck yeah! God bless. That's gonna be fucking terrible. Goddamn Cowboys everywhere, and everybody's going. They're Pollard. They're gonna bust out the little dude they drafted the fifth round. He gonna smoke us for one twenty five. Our stadium is a joke. And it should be. You know what? It should be. I don't blame one fan. I don't blame one fan for not wanting. I declined going to the game on Sunday. First time I've ever done that in my life. And because I knew what the fuck was going to (laughs) happen. And I've accepted my fate. And I hated seeing all those damn videos, hearing the skull on the TV. It's such a disgrace. But guess what? We deserve it. And maybe something like that will stick with Tepper in his head that, you got to do something, even though he did everything yep. I kind of wanted him to do. Yep. So it's like, God, like, 
You just got But I'm not the one making billions of dollars. Yep. You are. So you need to make the right choice for once. Like, yeah. do something. Or at least show, at least, like, like Caleb said earlier about the Frank Wright comments, right? Like, the one that pissed me off the most is him just kind of ho-humming Bryce getting hit. Yeah. And tried to say it was his fault. I don't give a fuck if it was. Maybe light a little fire under your underperforming offensive line yeah. that didn't even didn't even blink. And it's like, dude, give me a break. I know under we've had some bad years when Cam was, you know, once his arm was shot. But one thing they did was, damn, they were ready to fight. I'd have been fine with a 15. I know we were in field goal range, all that. I'd have been fine with a 15-yard penalty there just to show them, like, you're not going to come in our house and punk us. Yeah. And all, I mean, it's it might as well be a home game for a away team. At this yeah. point, it, it sucks. It, it's, it really sucks. And it's like, I've already said this about Panther fans. They're the biggest fair weather fans in the world. And it shows clearly. But I can't blame them. Can't blame them at all. Yeah. And I think that's another tough part, too, is because we spent so many years where we were selling out games. And, like, it was, it, it was a nightmare for a lot of teams to come in. How the hell are we at home and we're getting false star penalties? Like, like, like that shit is ridiculous. Like, um, I just it's it's amazing how things have changed in such a quick span. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, McCann went down. I, I understood that we were going to go through a rebuild, and I knew we were going to have some tough times. But I mean, I know they say tough times don't last forever, but this feels like forever, <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> they're, they're, and and I, I guess I'm still trying to be optimistic because I still want to see. Like, I feel like there is a chance that Bryce is going to be extremely well. And I do think that there's going to be a lot of pieces that he's going to need. Um, but shit, we got to be able to win to one, have other people want to come here and want to play and actually be successful here. I think that's another thing too, but we can't do shit if we can't if one keep fans in a damn seats to give some type of advantage to the team. And then for the team to be actually really wanting to go and then to have, the coaching staff be willing to like to, to everyone's point is just letting the coaches coach and then just actually giving an opportunity for other people on the coaching staff to really kind of shake shit up because clearly, clearly oh and four, whatever the hell game plan you've been having, like you might as well just start over. So you know what? Scratch that shit, we're oh. just gonna try this. Yeah. See what happens. Dude Ball, that's such a good point, man. I mean, being 0 and four would feel so much better if Bryce looked like the future already and Frank, mm-hmm. it looked like he was growing in Frank's offense, but I, I, I can pick like maybe two plays this season that l- Bryce looked comfortable and threw a great 10 yard strike downfield. So I think that's really frustrating. Like from 2012 to 2018, we had fans in the stands. It felt like he never had opposing teams taken over. And I hated Rivera at the end, but one of my favorite things Rivera ever did was his quote about being relevant. He understood that, like, here, this franchise has an issue when they're not winning, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to win to be relevant, even in this city. And, and like, like Pittsburgh will never have that issue. Pittsburgh can lose, and they're, they have legacy fans and family that are going to be there forever. But, like, here in Charlotte, you have to win to have fans in the stands. <clears throat> and Rivera... Rivera understood understood that and like 2013 on that was his thing he was like let's just be relevant and that's and that's the thing that like I don't think Tepper understands like like he's got to put a winning product on the field or he's going to continue to see that and and like even me I am so less 
chaotic about losses than I used to be. I mean, I, I used to throw shit. I used to be pissed off. I used to tweet through games. And now it's just like, what, what am I doing? Because they obviously don't care. They've done nothing in, in five or six years. I saw a tweet the other day that said, we're, it's time for the rebuild. And it's like, what does that mean? It's this is is this year six of a rebuild? Yeah. Like, it, how are we going to start rebuilding again? <clears throat> you know, it, it's just it, I it think, just still feels like I think I, I'm I'm so frustrated because I always hope is what gets me the worst, right? Like, don't give me hope and sell me hope, and then give me shit. And I think that's why I was so upset Sunday and Monday was because we were sold all off season that. We can just drop this QB in here. He gonna be straight, and we're gonna be winning at least. We could have at least. You should have at least been two and two, right? At least won one of these games. That wasn't. If it was sold all off season, and we had traded Burns or we had re-signed Burns, and it was, hey, this is gonna be a process. I know they tried to avoid that because Rule just came in with that whole process. But again, if they figure out a way, and I go back to everyone always says it. What's the signs of a truly great team is the owner, right? Ever since Tepper's got here, he's wanted to put his stamp on everything, thinking it was going to be easy. I still wonder, I'm not saying this is against Bryce and Bryce is going to be bad, how much of him wanting to trade up and get a quarterback affected any of Fitterer or Wright or hiring Steve Wilkes or doing whatever Whatever the right or wrong deal was, Steve Wilkes had us winning, not in the biggest games, but at least, you know, had an identity, right? Right now, we don't know what our identity is. But was Tepper's desire to go get a quarterback, did that affect anything? Not saying. Now, if Bryce goes on and we win three Super Bowls, I'll eat the words, whatever it may be. But where, how much is he meddling? We'll never know until maybe 20 years from now, Frank Wright writes a book or Fitterer or somebody says something, but... What, how many strings is he pulling to where Ben Johnson didn't want to come here, right? That seemed to be the guy that we really wanted, but he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What was it? What was said in those meetings where he was like, I don't know. Like, I want to kind of do things my way is, is kind of where I'm getting at is that's why I don't know if I, I'm not completely done with right, but there's a point. We made it last year. Rule got fired after the 49ers takeover of red. We just saw a takeover of purple. The next two games are away, right? So, yeah. but I mean, I, if you go 0-6 coming out the bye, I don't know if that's a home game coming out the bye, whatever it is. I mean, whatever color of the opposing fan, they're going to be there. People want to see Anthony Richardson. People are going to want whoever the next home game is. I mean, it's... It, it's it's uh, Houston. 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 Oh. If CJ Stroud comes in here and oh. falls out on us... He's oh. going to fall out. I would say it's going to be warfare, but guess what? We ain't going to have no damn fans in the stands to create more fans. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I'm ready to fucking pull the paper bags out by the end of yeah. this year. Yeah. Like, and granted, Pepper makes the money for us going to the game in the first place. So yeah. he wins either way. But it, it's it's going to be bad, man. It, I was going to make the point. If they're 0-6 after the bye and then come out and lose to C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson in back-to-back weeks. Oh, God. Oh, it could be real ugly. But I think that's why I'm frustrated too, Jacob. Is like I just don't know. Like yeah. I don't know whose fault this is. Yeah. Like you know, and, and and the other thing that's frustrating is 
I've been begging for them to trade up for a quarterback, and they yeah. finally did it. I liked they traded CMC away. I didn't care that DJ Moore was in there. Like, so I've been okay with everything they've done. Like, from an outside, it just was all different, and they made an aggressive move. And so I think that's the other frustrating part is now I'm sitting here like, well, I guess they could still have CMC, and that yep. would help. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, but oh, I mean, because like, this is the, the – this it's hard to look back. You don't have to look – we could have still made the trade up for Bryce without the CMC trade, because and we would have DJ Johnson. Oh no! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and that's and, and like we could have still had CMC. Now I don't know if he stays healthy, ifs, ands, or buts. But CMC is literally looking like Marshall Falk. Times a flat circle when Marshall Falk went from the Colts to the Rams, and he's going to end up helping that the, the Niners win a Super Bowl if he can stay healthy. And right now he's got the he's got MJ's secret sauce. Whatever juice it may be, he's got going. I, and and again, you're looking back on it too. The trade, I, th- they should have thrown in J.C. Horn and just kept D.J. Moore. They should have went ahead and, and traded Burns for two ones. Me and Adam were on the fence of, of saying, no, we should keep it because it wasn't going to be for two years down the road. Well, fuck. I mean, where we're at now, like we're not going to have a, a one this year. If you had those two ones from the Rams, you could have used them somewhere else or maybe used those to get a receiver for Bryce. So now it's just – it is – Everything seems to just be crumbling around, and that's what happens when you don't win any games at all because all the warts are exposed. Well, and that's the other thing is like, who in the front office said, hey, let's leak that we didn't take two ones for Burns and then not think that they were going to have to pay them an yes. absurd amount of money? Yes. Like, if you decline two ones for somebody, they could get paid whatever the hell they yep. want. Like, yep. like, you basically said that by saying no to L.A. last year. Yep. And the fact that they have not paid yet, paid them yet, is just another failure for the organization because they're going to franchise them at the end of this year yep. if they don't end up trading them by this deadline. And they'll then he's going to sit. And if they don't, they're going to franchise them, and he's going to sit out next year. Like he won't be a yep. training camp. I mean, yep. it's just going to be a disaster. And I've I've had Fenders back this entire time. I, I truly have, and I'm the first person to ask somebody to get fired. But I've had Fitters back, and I am officially, if I'm officially on the, if we're zero and six, I don't care if he gets fired in the bye week. Yeah. Like, yeah. whatever. Man. Got to, yeah. And it's not going to be right, right? No. no. So it's got to be him, and he's the one that has given Bryce no weapons. I mean, hell, we had money, Jacoby Myers. Is looking pretty damn good in Oakland. They suck, but he's looking good. I mean, Thielen's not bad, right? Yeah. Thielen's not bad. He'd be a solid number two receiver. Yes. And there, there was really – I don't think there was a chance for us to get a true number one anyways. So I even give him a benefit of the doubt on that. But you could have surrounded him with more, more at least proven players that can run routes. And, like – like, Terrace Marshall is garbage. He's garbage. I don't care how many catches he had last game. They weren't efficient. They didn't matter. Every play that mattered, he fucked up. Ian Thomas, we re-signed for no fucking reason. No one would ever have gave him that much money. Yeah. He's out there riding dirt bikes in Huntersville getting arrested. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. Like, and, and I... I'll, I mean, I thought we were good enough on offense to be fine, mainly because... I thought the O-line was good. And yeah. clearly something happened. Something. Something happened. And maybe we got the same O-line coach, right? Yeah. So I really don't get it. Obviously, Christensen went out, right? But he was already a guy that was kind of like – and he was average, right? I don't think anyone would have said he was a 
like good guard. And Corda is good. Yeah. Corda is good. Icky, I mean, what happened with Icky, it's already been said, is unbelievable. I don't understand it. Is it co- like, is it a, what is so different about this scheme? Because it seems like we're running a high school scheme anyways, <laughs> that all our linemen suck. Even Milton looks like he sucks. Yeah. They all do. There, there's no holes. There's, yeah, Chuba is the only one getting something, and I don't know how he's doing it. I don't, I don't either. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> They put Chuba in the game because he's the third down back and they think he's not going to run the ball. So he gets a little burst. I don't get it. Or it's like, Miles Sanders got to still be hurt. I've been waiting. I was really waiting this week for the Miles Sanders is going on IR just to heal up thing. Because he's had this yeah. growing thing. He has not looked himself. Even in Seattle when he, they gave him the ball a lot, he doesn't look like he has his burst. Like, he does look like he's almost – like when you play Madden and you put it on, like, all pro or rookie and they move slower, that's the way he looks like he's running. And Chuba looks like he's shooting out of a cannon. He's finally making those decisive decisions. He's still slipping and falling, but he's at least getting 12 yards a pop on the slip and fall, and I'll take that. Uh, you know, black sh- – and I know they're trying to, like – it's like now they're force- they were force-feeding Sanders because, like, we paid him, we paid him. Well, fuck! I just want to. I just want to win, man. I don't give a fuck who's out there, whoever, whatever it is. We just want to win. But back to the Fitterer thing. Same thing. I mean, half of our draft picks aren't even on the roster. Slash. I mean, DJ Johnson, our third round pick, we traded up for. God, dude, a top one hundred pick. Yeah, and, and, and Byron Young is having a solid rookie season. The Tennessee D lineman who we could have not traded up to get. Yep. Or how many fucking... When was Puka Nakua drafted? That's... Oh, man. I, listen, right? dude, th- Like, th- I mean, and granted, you can't... I still like Mingo, too. I still yeah. like him. But they tried to sell him as someone who's ready to play now. Clearly, he hadn't been <laughs> ready to play. Like, and that's nothing on him. He's a rookie, right? I get it. But at some point, someone's got to be held... A, you can't... This is another thing. We keep blaming someone else for what's gone on with the talent of our players or how they performed or whatnot. And at the end of the day, like Fitterer, it's got to fall on Fitterer. Like he can blame Matt Rule all he wants, but he was there too. And they always said it was a joint process. And I believe it was. Yeah. And I believe it's a joint process now. And we're seeing the same thing. So it's like. But to to your point too, Adam, I I have this thought every now and then when I see these other teams get these unheralded guys and scoop up these undrafted, we haven't had a guy like that in forever. Where, like you said, who's it? That's your scouting department. That's your other, like finding these hidden gems. And I know you don't hit on every team cuts, but like you said, other teams are finding gems of receivers in fifth rounds or running backs in late rounds or other offensive linemen in, in late rounds or corners or safeties. And, and and back to it, Chin seems to have disappeared in Big Nickel. I thought, like, we're missing a linebacker. Fuck, put that motherfucker in the middle of the box, see if he can tackle somebody. Like, we're that thin on it. It seems like he was supposed to be experienced. Like, I, you know, that I will say that the undrafted corner, Jamerson, held his own. He did get up two touchdowns at Jefferson, but that's an all-fucking-pro versus an undrafted rookie. But, damn, we're all the way down to an undrafted rookie and bum C.J. Anderson starting a corner? Whoo, buddy. I mean, we said... We sat here before week one, and I asked the question, what week does J.C. Horn go out? What was, week does the yeah. – yeah, you know, and, and, like, we can sit here and say that. How can the front office not sit there and say yeah. that in the offseason? Yeah. You know, it, 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 we have zero repl- uh, re- 
um, reliable cornerbacks. And here's the other thing. They paid um, Jackson yeah. instead of Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. And then yeah. they went. They let Reddick walk. And Reddick was an all-pro last year in Philly. You know what I mean? It's just like it's not just – and, yes, I think we have a huge scouting problem. I think we yeah. have a huge front office problem somewhere. <clears throat> but I think we also <clears throat> have a huge GM problem. Like, and the whole thing was asked backwards when he was hired, right? Because rule made, and that's why all those big names were pulling out because they understood they weren't going to have full say over the roster. <clears throat> so they hired a yes man for, and again, I've liked Fitterer this whole time, <clears throat> but it's time. Yeah. And, and maybe Reich isn't involved in this process at all. You know, you go out with Suleiman and, and Tepper and, and whoever else you need, and you go and hire a GM that'll come in and has all say on roster. You know, go get somebody that can just clean house and start the hell over because this is not working. It's not working. Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe that's why uh, – maybe that's why Wright hadn't given play calling to Thomas Brown because he didn't want to set him up for failure because he uh, knows. Spin zone. You know? I like your spin zone. Good job. Yeah, I like I mean, that. I don't believe that. I don't believe yeah. that. But just a little devil's advocate maybe, yeah. right? Because, yeah. I mean, I mean, we clearly don't think we have the weapons on offense. Like, even – and the running – yeah, like, we gave $10 million whatever to fucking Miles Sanders. I, I, I believed in Miles Sanders. Yeah. I fucking kept him in fantasy. Now I'm fucking tanking in fantasy <laughs> because of his ass. So, I mean – We've been bamboozled. Yes, we have. been bamboozled. Yes. And it starts with Fitterer. Yeah. It starts with him because he told us, point blank, he told us we would, this is our shot. We're, it's wide open. And it is wide open. Look how, like, fucking Baker Mayfield is leading the Bucks. He's going to lead the Bucks to a division title. That's even more frustrating in itself because it just looked like if you got the right pieces, you can make a shitty quarterback. Look good. And maybe he wasn't even a shitty quarterback. Yeah, I, maybe I, I left last year. This, maybe I'll spend this is, I will say, at least with Baker, he's got fucking an all pro in Mike Evans, Godwin. His his weapons are really good. But yeah. I also think from watching some stuff, his offensive coordinator makes it real easy for Baker to, to process stuff. And that's where I'm getting I'm frustrated is because we've got all this hundreds of years of coaching, offensive geniuses on the staff. And it's almost like we've made football not fun for Bryce Young, where he's thinking yep. too much, and he's got to make so he's many not checks. Playing football. And yeah, he's not playing. It's just, and I get that he's a processor, but you should be able to scheme up enough plays and know that your receivers couldn't get open to where it should be guys at least running open every now and then, and he can just zoom, 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 and, and hit them. On top of that, the offensive line does suck. He's getting destroyed there, but it has just been a waterfall of things. And it is frustrating on top of that to, to just – every person who's left the Panthers almost is is shining. And that hurts. CMC, Baker Mayfield, Reddick, Gilmore. I mean, shoot. Bradbury. Bradbury. I mean, yeah, it, it's yeah. it's tough. Yeah, it is. And, and kind, of, kind of just to kind of piggyback on this, um, and I know we were talking about Stroud and Richardson and – I know I've talked to Jacob. The one thing that that's been also been really frustrating for me is, is like I said, I gave, I, I guess I put too much on on Bryce at an early time. I was like, okay, I wanted him, and I wanted him to kind of because we knew who was before him, 
We knew exactly who was before him. And because of who was before him, it was like, okay, well, even if he doesn't throw for 400 his first two games, if he could see, if I could see 250 in a TD, a 250 in yeah. two TDs, I just wanted to just see something. And I think when you look around the league and you're looking at Richardson and you're looking at Stroud, who went right after him, even though they, they they're one, they're getting wins, and two, you're seeing something. You're like, okay, so there's a st- – oh, I see why he was a top five pick. Oh, I know why he went number two overall. And then you sit there and you look at Young and you're just like, well, shit, man. Like, why did he go number one overall? And I, I get it. He's, he's smart. He's, he, he, it's going to come. I do, have a lot of, I do have a lot of faith that he will be able to kind of really be who he needs to be and have a lot of success here. But it's just like, I just want them to just show me Tell me something like just just give me that sign of like, all right, you know what? I can breathe a little bit easier. We're zero and six, but you know what? Bryce is throwing for he threw for two fifty or three hundred yards the last two games. They really kind of listened to themselves. I really went and sat there and really evaluated themselves. Looked in the mirror and said, you know what? We are gonna go out here and play because maybe we've been keeping him. Maybe they've been underestimating him. Like maybe they feel like they're trying to kind of. Keep him like in a box and like, hey, we know we're trying to kind of hold him with kid gloves. Nah, take them gloves off and we just go. Just want to see these hands and next thing you know, you never know what you got. And I think that's because that's like what they did with Cam. Like they just took the gloves off and they was like, hey, listen. And that's what he did. Richardson's done it. Stroud's done it. I mean, all these other. I mean, even you look back to Joe Burrow. A lot of those other quarterbacks that had a lot of success in college, they just let them play. And the second that you got them thinking too much. That's when they start making mistakes or they're, you know, holding the ball too long or whatever the case might be. And I'll, I'll say, though, the other two, those teams you brought, the Colts and the Texans, first-year head coaches who were guys, one Steichen coming from the Eagles, you know, letting, like you said, new with Richardson, just let him be an athlete. He's going to make mistakes and go. Stroud with D'Amico Ryans, I think him being a defensive guy, he's letting his offensive, his coordinators call it. I think it's Wright and personnel that are holding Bryce Young back. I think he's trying to keep it so vanilla, so easy, so this. But I also think he's he's though his ego is holding back from letting Thomas Brown, a young guy who came from the McVay tree, he does not want to see him outshine him, have success, and he just because he wants this last. Because remember, he already said this is his last coaching gig, head coaching gig, right? He said whatever happens after this, he's done. He's walking off in the sunset. So, in his mind, how stubborn is he going to be until he finally hands those over? Here's the thing. The more respectable thing and the right head coach thing to do would be to hand it off. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Every single one of us would respect and like him more as a head coach if he did exactly what you're explaining. Yes. And that's (laughs) that's, that's a head coach. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of hand it off, I mean – Jesus Christ, if I see a whole game where we hand it off on every single first down again, <laughs> I'm going to throw it. I don't care if we lose 500. And I think that's back to our point. Our offense is so predictable. Every defense we've played has said that they know what's coming. They know what's coming. Minnesota said it. That's why they – they and they knew, look, let's just keep bringing this same Harrison Smith blitz over and over and over again. We're not going to block it. They know what we're lining up. They know what we're doing. So it's like – You've got Jim Caldwell, Frank Wright, Thomas Brown, like all these guys, Josh McCown that played in the league, and it's like what? Like and I don't. The only thing that's that I can go to is Wright is the because he's he's calling the plays. 
So is everything getting tossed to him? And he's like, yeah, I'll consider it. You know, like you go to your manager and you're telling him, hey, this is what I think we should do. Yeah, I'll consider it and then never do it. Is that what it is? Yep. Is he scared to turn it over? And that seems to be it. And ego will pull any person down. And if this if this is his downfall, I mean, I, what, like 0-9, 0-10? Like I can't – like temper has to be fuming right now that they're 0-4. And Matt Rule's up there collecting his money and Nebraska money. And Matt Rule has more wins than Frank Wright right now. Frank Wright's last 11 games, he's 3-9 and nine going back to the Colts. So it's like like he's got to be fuming that he had a chance. D'Amico Ryans was there. Steichen was there. All these other guys were there. And now his coach, Katie, like we traded our one pick away, and now we're sitting there hanging with the Bears looking like another laughing stock. So I don't know where we go. We are the laughing stock. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the Bears, again, fields can be up for debate or whatever, but like – they were the last, They were the worst team in the league last year, yeah. and then they got another number one on top of yep. it. They ha- they think they have their quarterback. So, like at least if you're a Bears fan, you're expecting it. But like we traded all the way up, lost a bunch of capital, and are way worse after <laughs> it. Like like that that you look dumb. Yeah. Like we we look like a laughing stock. Like yeah. it's just it. <clears throat> When Bears fans were saying, "Oh, Carolina's giving us their number one pick next year. We'll have the number one pick," I was like, "Are you?" I would have never believed them. And, dude, they're about to have two top five picks yeah. next year. And who, who are we going to get with 32? That's what I want to know. Who are we getting <laughs> with number 32? You mean 33, right? Yeah, 33, yeah. 33, yeah. God, it's just like. I wish it was Brock Bowers. God, I love yeah, that. Yeah, but he'll be like, top. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. It really, yeah. I, I was, I'm going to have to delete my Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was sitting here telling Bears fans they're idiots. Now, granted, they suck. They thought they were going to be better and they'd have our pick. But, I mean, they did it right, right? Because guess what? Coach is getting fired. They're getting a new quarterback. Yep. And then on top of it, they'll probably get one of the best receiving prospects yeah. ever from us. Yep. What do we need? A receiver. Yep. Like, come on. Like, it's a joke. It's embarrassing. The Panthers are embarrassing. I'm embarrassed to wear this hat. Yeah. Well, but I do it. I will still do it, and I will always do it, and I'll always be embarrassed. Well, the irony is <laughs> our old receiver. That's funny. They have our old yeah. receiver. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the irony too is that, like, again, I wanted them to trade up, but if we would have not traded up and just tried out Matt Corral yep. for Frank Reich's first year, we'd be getting Caleb Williams. Yes, this year. I know. You know what I mean? Or Drake May, or whatever. Yeah. I know. I, I'd be fine with May too. You yeah. know, like if Caleb Williams, they want to come. Whatever. But again. I'm trying not to think like that because I really yeah. am trying not to give up on. Okay, yet. so let's so let's yeah. just go through a quick. So if no, <laughs> so if we if we Lions, there's a one percent chance we pull out an upset. I don't think we will. Then barring barring Tua getting hurt at the at at Miami is the next week, and then it's the bye week. So that's zero and six. Then it's then it's the three stretch: Texans, Colts, Bears. You have to win those three. You have you, to win yes. all those. You have Every to win all those, okay? Because then it's Cowboys-Titans, which, I mean, the Cowboys are up to bait, top three team in the league, depending on how you shake it, whatever, however Dak, Dak's playing. Titans, I mean, as long as you can contain Henry, I don't trust Tannehill, but we haven't been able to stop anybody, as I said yeah, earlier. Titans Titans going to be a fucking 16-14 to 14 game that we lose right at the end yeah. because of some dumb shit. And, like then, and then you've got your, th- like your three-stretch of 
NFC South, Bucks, Saints, Falcons, bang, 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 and then Packers, Jags, Bucks. Like, I mean, Packers, they look, they look, uh, but Jags look, uh, I mean, like, I mean, like, literally I sat here the other day at work and I got sick looking at it thinking we could literally lose every single game if we play the same exact way that we played these first four. Like, there's, like, I don't feel confident in any of those games. And I've never said that. That's three, three, three wins sounds right out of that. Three and 14 sounds about right. You have to win the three and, wins and, after coming out of the pie. And, and that those are the only, those are the only wins that I can see we win. If we end up with three, I'm happy because we weren't the worst fucking team yeah. ever. And I'm nervous now. I, nervous I, 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 I sold somebody the other day. We're the worst ever because it's 17 games now, yes. not 0-16. Yes. I, I, could, I, could, I could live with six wins, right? Because then you're picking seventh or eighth, the, the QBs out of the question, all the top guys, and I'm like, okay, whatever. We'll look back on it if they take a – because now you're relying on, you know, the, the Bears to do the right thing and take the right player. They haven't been able to do that yet, so we'll see. But, like, we if you're – We drafted to them. They're going to. We get drafted to them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, and if they get to six wins, that's going six and seven the rest of the year? Yeah. Six and I mean, six, if we're let me get let me nine. let me let me get on Duvall's optimism, <laughs> and and if you if you go Bucks Saints Falcons, the ball has to like the ball bounces certain ways, right? Certain games, so maybe you somehow get one or two there. Like that to me, okay. your stretch would be if you get if you beat the Texans Colts Bears, you lose the Cowboys Titans, and then somehow miraculously you beat the Bucks Saints Falcons because you get on a crazy roll, whatever it may be. And and then you lose, you then and then all of a sudden you're on a roll. You beat the Packers Christmas Eve to give us some hope, some hope, you know. And then all of a sudden you drop the last two against the Jags and the Bucks. So that's six, seven wins. But that's I mean that would be a crazy run from what I've seen. I don't you so, know. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean we, I'm we cool can still with... beat the Jags. I mean yeah. the Jags is you know all those teams haven't played great. Agreed. Like, even yeah. the Cowboys, like Cowboys offense. Yeah, but we've played. God, I feel like we've played every fucking team with a defense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Cowboys defense, to me, if Bryce can't get past Minnesota or the coaching staff can't get past Minnesota, New Orleans, Atlanta, like, good Lord, the Cowboys are locked and loaded. Micah Parsons is going to break the sack record. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hutchinson might break the sack record this week. Yeah. 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 You know what's going to happen. We're going to lose up there in Detroit. And just like uh, CMC, we're going to trade Burns up to Detroit. (laughs) Fucking, God, that would really piss me off. Oh, so that's – I tried to get a little hope for you, Duvall, a little positive, but I'm on the negative bandwagon. Like, it's it's tough for me to see the light right now with with the same stuff keep going. Now, if he, if he passes yeah. off to Thomas Brown and we start hitting 28, 32 points a game, because that's where also is killing me is the defense scored more than the fucking offense last week, man. <laughs> Like what are we doing? Like the defense had to pick six off. Like we gotta get some touchdowns. So that's what's really killing me is Bryce has only thrown two tutties or three maybe all season, and throwing in the seam to Ian Thomas is not gonna get it done. You paid Hayden Hurst, put Hayden Hurst in the yeah. fucking game, you know. So yeah, and I would say five wins is a success at this point. Yeah, like if they get to five yes. wins this season, Agreed. they would feel because they're going zero and six. They're gonna be zero and six coming out of the bye okay. week. 
I like that mentality. I like that mentality because that doesn't set me up for any no. me being upset going into the bye. No, there's no chance they beat Detroit or Miami. Okay. So, so they're 0-6, you know, and, and that's kind of what, what I'm basing off of. If they can win five games, that's winning five games between November and December, right? And, and that's when you want to win. And if you look at Reich's past records, that's when he usually wins. He's, he's notorious for getting off to slow starts. And so if Reich can win a lot of games in November, December, and Bryce looks halfway decent coming down the stretch, this offseason completely changes. Yeah. We re-sign Burns. We have a ton of cap room. You go out and get T. Higgins or whoever you want to get. You know what I mean? Like, it, it kind of completely changes the narrative if they end up 5-12 and 12 at this point. Yeah. Now, I'm going to – Lurz, because I saw you tweet it, with the, the rumors out there of Fitterer want to trade for a true number one. Who in the who who in the absolute right mind do you think they could actually make a trade for? No, there ain't one this year. Right Not this year, I, I mean Higgins is the only chance, and that ain't happening. I don't. That ain't happening until the offseason. Well, he, but and he just cracked his. He just fractured his ribs, so I don't think that's going yeah. through regardless. So, well, well the, the only thing about Higgins though is that. They Bengals may lose them for free this offseason. So if they could trade them, they might be and they open stopped. to that. Yeah. Talk about another another situation where O line. Yeah. I mean, granted, yeah. Burroughs hurt too, but their O line is trash. Yeah. And they're one. They were one of the best offenses in the league the last two years, and they yeah. can't they can't throw a ball downfield either. So maybe. Somehow, I'm going to spin that into optimism for the Panthers. Like, <laughs> that other teams suck. So, I guess that's yeah. a good thing for the Panthers, right? Like, yeah. But it, and also, and also, Burrow's been running for his life, his whole career at quarterback, and he got yeah. paid for it. And now he's been running, and you see where his hat cap yeah, he can't he run. Goes. Yeah, he can't yeah, run. Now, now so it's, it's kind of caught just, up to him. Yeah, you're right. All right, so but that, I don't think there's a receiver the, out there right now. The like only, Judy, Judy, that's that's the only one. one. What are we? But what are we going to trade for him? I know. I don't want to trade for Judy. A five? No, I don't either. Yeah, if it's a uh, five, I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. honestly, even though it's like we fucking spent a third round pick on DJ Johnson, so exactly. I don't want Fitterer making any moves. <laughs> I don't want him doing anything <laughs> until we look like a competent offense. I don't want him doing anything. That's I fair. really don't. And if we sniff Chase Claypool, don't bring no. that dude into our locker room. Yeah. Like, don't – like, are you kidding me? So, no, there's no one. There's no and, one. And how dumb would, would be awesome. But that's – I don't think it's realistic until the offseason. Yeah. And with how hot Federer's seat has to be in that building right now, how crazy would it be for him to go give up a second or third for a receiver right now? I mean, Man, think, to think we're that close for him, for yeah. him, it, five years from now. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. I mean, for him, why wouldn't you trade all your fucking draft picks to try to save yeah. your ass? Because if it doesn't work out, you're fired regardless, and you're fired if you don't. So that's what makes me kind of scared. Is like he knows. I think he knows he's on the hot seat, and in his mind, we all know you offensive linemen just can't be like like oh. This guy's going to save the season, right? So, outside of that, maybe it's a receiver. But I, to me, it was like, okay, because in that Ian Rappaport article, they brought up Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy. And then at the end, the bottom was like, a Justin Jefferson wants to get paid. I'm like, well, that's like, yeah, somehow he pulled off that crazy thing. But that's not fucking happening. Like, the Vikings aren't trading Justin Jefferson. So, I'm like, well, who else realistically could you pull off a trade? You don't have a one. Your two's looking pretty nice. But... 
You don't have a two the following year. This is the only remotely logical one. Yeah. And and like, I wouldn't mind. I would take. I would take a two or like a two. Obviously, would be the highest because that's all we've got for a Jerry Judy or something. Just because we just brought up fucking examples of guys who haven't fucking panned out at all. So I don't know. We cannot give our second round pick to Jerry Judy. <laughs> I think you can get a Jerry Judy at 32, 33 next year, yeah. wherever you're drafted. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, he was a good, I liked him coming out of college. I like he's a great route runner. But how can he not be the number one for his own team over Cortland Sutton? Yeah. Like, I'm, and Sean Payton, I mean, I fucking hate the guy, but yeah. I think he at least somewhat knows roster construction. So if he's trying to get rid of him, well, that's my point. Then maybe you get him for a five. I'll gamble a five on it. Five is fine. Five is fine. I'd love it. I'd love it. And I, I still want a fire fitter. <laughs> I don't think you can be a logical football fan slash GM and think that this team is a, a receiver away. Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? I think you have to kind of play out what's going to happen at yeah. this point. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Now, now, if you get to the offseason and you win five or six games in November, December, and you're like, okay – Offense is clicking. Bryce is our guy. Let's go get that receiver for him and take that next step. But I think you got to prove that first. You can't just give up more draft capital before you even know if you have the right coach or quarterback. Like, well, like well you, I, think, I, I think regardless of if you think Bryce is the guy by the end of the season or not, you got to go sign a receiver. Like that's yeah, 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 like yeah, that's got to yeah, happen yeah. because like it, regardless, I mean, let's, let's I'd say take Gabe Davis. I could take Gabe Davis, and now he's he's not a fucking. Like route running special, I don't think he's a one, but I think like if you had Gabe Davis, Thielen, Mingo, and then you st- you still got to get another one, right? Yeah. You still got to get yeah. another one, but then but like Gabe Davis, you can sign a free agency. So then if you make that trade for T Higgins, now that is something I can be like, all right, Bryce, like all right, Bryce, you got weapons, so then the offense has to fucking call plays. To prove it, yeah. At the same time, so yes. it's just—I uh, mean, it's an. I think everyone will agree that Thomas Brown will be calling plays at some point this season. I right? hope. Yeah. I swear, it's got I, to happen. It's got it has to happen. To. I think Jacob nailed it earlier with after the bye week sounds like a perfect logical. I mean, it'd be great this week, yeah. But I think if you're zero and six, yes, and you're sitting there and you have a bye week, you have two weeks for Thomas Brown to prepare. You're like, all right, dude, take it away. Well, and I, and, and, I, and I can't to go back to you know Tepper and his his finagling. I can't see Frank Wright going in zero and six with the bye week and Tepper not being like, yo, I'm gonna strong arm you and you gotta hand this up, right. Like, I th- hope he does. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing I respect. I think Tepper cares. Granted, that soccer team sucks too. I yep. just like to throw that out yep. there. And that's I, true. I mean, I'll put a smile on my face for that. All the people that show up to those games still cheer. But. Tep- Tepper wants to win. He just doesn't yeah. know how. Yes. He yeah, and no I can idea. at least respect that, right? Like, we don't have an owner trying to cash checks. Yeah. But you see him look at Houston, right? Everyone was shitting on that owner for years, and he still probably is a piece of shit and <laughs> has not done anything good. But look what Stroud does for you. Like, when you put your guy in the right spot to win. And look what he said after the game. Like, we want fans to be proud to wear a Texans jersey. Like, God, I would love to hear that. I would love to hear that yep. out of someone on our team. Yep. Yep. And not like, oh, you know, oh, it's not, cool. it's not cool to boo. 
yeah, it's not cool to boo. Yeah, right. Trust me. Come in, Nas Davis. <laughs> yeah, pee your pants. Um, uh, that's kind of the direction I was going, though, earlier was like in Rivera's thing about being relevant. And then we had so many guys on that team that loved Charlotte and loved the Panthers. And like between Thomas Davis and Luke Keekley and Greg Olson, those are people that loved Charlotte and loved the franchise. And I don't think there's a single person on this uh, roster that loves Charlotte. Like maybe Shaq Thompson. Yeah, I was going to say guy. maybe Shaq. Yeah. Well, I, thought Shaq. Burns, I thought Burns did, right? And like yeah. we're like forcing it too. out of them. Yeah. We're forcing yeah. it out of them. Yeah. And I don't, I don't blame them. I don't blame any of them. Yeah. And I, yeah, I guess Burns, but like. He don't, I, but it's not the same. You're and, 100% right. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm scarred because Burns has never been part of a winning yes. team. You know I think I mean? that's, so, I think yeah. that's also to it is he, ever since he's gotten here, it's been all losing. So it's hard to develop a love for a, a city or a place when, in this day and age. You, you, I think he cares. I think he cares. I think he's starting to wear on him. His comments yes, recently yeah. after game seems like he's almost checked out. Like, when does it get to the point, like you said, and, and players have talked about this, there's just a loser mentality in the whole building, right? Does he have that loser mentality? I don't know. Like, he seems to care, but nothing, regardless of who's been on this team, is like you said, should we have done the whole clean-out? As of now, we should have traded Burns. We should have done this. If the trade-up to one, we should have gave up J.C. instead of D.J. Moore to give Bryce a better chance. But I guess they thought they, they could get rid of D.J. and stick with it, but... Who was the guy who hadn't missed but like one game in five years? DJ Moore. Who's the guy who's missed more games than he's played? JC Horn. Hoodwinked, bamboozled again. This is what's been happening. So I don't know when they'll turn it around. We don't know. We're hoping it's not 0 6, but it's looking like it. If they can get the five wins, it, it would be it would be cool because then you wouldn't have to go, oh man, we could have had Caleb Williams or Drake May. We could have said, all right, well, that sucks. They get whoever. They get Brock Bowers. It's going to be Brock Bowers if it's five, right? Like the Bears are going to team up Caleb Williams or Drake May with Brock Bowers, and we'll compare that for years to come, but I don't know. Yeah, and, you know, I I will say this with all the negative and everything. Look at Ron and Cam. I mean, yes, Cam looked like a franchise quarterback week one of his rookie year, but it wasn't until his third season we were sitting there one and three and wanted everybody shit him. yeah. And then the third year, I mean, they hadn't won anything at that point. They'd won five games a year or whatever it was. So, so like, I understand on the bright side, it's going to take time. I I just feel like the Frank experience has been the biggest disappointment and just the biggest letdown so far because you had Steve Wilkes. And again, I think Wilkes had a cap, and I was very vocal about that on this podcast and all this stuff. But, like, at least Wilkes got some – an identity out of them. At least yep. Wilkes had like felt like he had some fire in him. He had juice. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like D'Amico Ryan's has juice. Yeah, like you know, you look at Mike McDaniel's down in Hell, Miami. Arizona's. We we were making fun of Arizona's coach, right? Yeah, yeah. Their guy explosions. They juice. Yeah, they got a fucking yeah, win. They've actually won. Like that's yeah, yeah and that's and they look good. It, they look good in almost every game, which is a god damn, that, it's a joke. And that's joke. what's. To bring it back, the other thing uh, our guy on Race Up, Adam Alexander, said, he's a he grew up in Indiana, he's a Colts fan. He was like, the one thing that pissed me off the most about Wright was when shit was going bad, it was all positive, hunky-dory, selling us like we're dumb fans, 
instead of being like, you know what, this shit fucking sucks, and call, you know, saying how bad it is, ripping, ripping his O line or the or the officials for getting his quarterback hit, like. He's just so positive sometimes where it's like, yo, man, sometimes you have to just be wrong, but it's right to be wrong in this moment. Like you said, yeah. take the 15 for an offensive lineman pushing that. I mean, we saw it, Justin Herbert, when he got jacked up that same day on the sideline, his whole fucking team came to him. So we saw it as Duvall brought it up with Cam getting hit and the whole team going after him. Where is that that fire? Did we did is, is Campman like on his hands? Is he distracted? Because the O-line looks like they don't give a shit. Bryce, they showed that of him in the huddle, like on the sidelines, you know, yeah. talking to him. They seem to be attentive, but then they still let him get killed. So, like, where where are we missing the juice? Where is it? I don't know. I, maybe Thomas Brown has some of the juice. I I don't know, but we, they got to find something. I mean, Bryce, I love seeing Bryce do that, right, yeah. on the sidelines typing. But where the fuck are the coach? Where's the head coach? Where is he? Where yeah. is he? I mean, he's making me, he's a God, all about God and stuff. He's yep. making me question my faith. You know? <laughs> like, it, 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 it sucks. It does suck. But you know what cares? <laughs> so if we look halfway decent on all, I don't care what our defense does at this point either. I just want to see the offense look competent. I just want to see it. And that's why we hired right, right? Yep. Like, the defense sucking would make sense because they have like six yeah. starters yep. out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I'm expecting that, and then they yeah. overperform, and now I'm yeah. like, "Well, Jesus Christ!" Yeah, Jesus, yeah, Jesus Christ! Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, like the defense has overperformed, and they've had more injuries slash started more undrafted guys in the offense, and the offense has got all this firepower, and, and they can't score fucking. But one half a touchdown a game, it seems like right now, right? I, like yeah. I also don't even. I don't think we've played a playoff team yet either. Like yeah, like, no, we're, yeah. We're only I, I, I'll get, a, I, the Seahawks looked pretty good last night. You know, yeah, they, they I, actually I, had. I, a, I think they're, they're, the Giants might be worse than us. They're, they're the top. Are, they already have a win, yes. but they are worse. Than I, us. I will say, it must be nice to be a Seahawks fan and to see your top ten cornerback make a pick six. And like return it for a touchdown to play a whole game because well, how many sacks did he have? Yeah, too? like God. spoon looks uh, like a guy, and I'm not saying JC Warren wasn't, but God bless, man. Got to stay healthy. JC Warren, I think would be great. I think JC Warren would be a top three cornerback in this league if the dude wasn't made of fucking tissue paper. Yeah, it's tough. Played one season. It's unreal. Like, and a year and a half ago, I told you guys how you worried about this. You did. did. Hey, no, you did. You, I, Caleb, you've had a I'm lot of wrong predictions. You'll never but, hear me. No, see, see, no, stop. <laughs> Just stop right here. But this one, <laughs> but this one you got right. There's a, there's a couple yeah. that you've been wrong, but this yeah. one you've got right. You were right on hey, that most one. Of, most of my Panther predictions are pretty close. It's the other teams I should <laughs> stop talking about. <laughs> uh, all right. So, before we get out of here, then, let's do our scores. For this Sunday, <laughs> I'm going uh, 28-13 Lions. And David Montgomery is going to rush for 125. Damn. Because we can't – and maybe – you know, and you know what's – side note, everyone's killing the Lions for taking Jameer Gibbs and they're not using them. This motherfucker is going to be his coming out party. He might catch eight passes for 99 and three tutties. Because 
This is just we are now everybody's get right team. Whatever player is bad is, is struggling. Jefferson wasn't as hot. Bam, two touchdowns. Fucking Ritter, he still sucks. Bam, pass interference. He looked like the king. Who else? Uh, Derek Carr, he Derek sucked. Carr sucked. Yeah, he fucking looked great against us. I mean, who else? Who else did we lose to? Uh, Geno Smith, he's pretty Gino. good. Uh, Seahawks. They, I think the Seahawks will be a playoff team. So that one, that one doesn't hurt. They hung in pretty low, but but their running game, they couldn't rush the ball where the shit. Bam! All three of their running backs, our corners and safeties are getting thrown out the club at the goal line. So I think I think uh, it's coming out party for Jameer Gibbs this weekend. Sad to say. Jeeves, what you got? I got twenty-eight ten, Lions. Who's going I will. Say, I will say it's Bryce Young's best game okay. as a pro. <laughs> but Ben Johnson will <laughs> bend us over, mm-hmm. and we will uh, we'll lose thirty four twenty four. Lions. I'll say I'll kind of uh, be kind of similar to you, Caleb, in terms of Bryce having a better game. I think this is an opportunity for them to really open it up. Um, I think it'll also be pretty high scoring. Uh, I'm gonna say thirty twenty three. See, how, what's we haven't even scored like seventeen? Have we scored seventeen which points is, in a game? No, we haven't. No, even, which is why see, high school. Yeah, see, that, I can't even. That's why I can't. Bryce. I can't go. I can't go past fucking thirteen points. The offense gets into the red zone and they shit their pants every time. I we I thought about that. Against the Seahawks. Yeah, but Bryce didn't play. Yeah, that was that was eighty. Oh Dalton. yeah, Bryce yeah. didn't play. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think. See, I, Jacob, I thought about that, and I was like, uh, but my thing is, is I think Detroit will score so quick, we're gonna have a lot more possessions this week. Okay, okay. I think we. Yeah, all right. I think we have some late touchdowns because we're losing. I think this is the week where our defense just can't take it anymore. You know what I mean? I think it's gonna be thirty-eight to seventeen. Yeah. And I hate saying that so And you said late bad. touchdowns. So is that 38 to 3 and then we came back and made it 38 17? No, it'll be it'll be like 24, they'll get a pick six. But I'll be happy with it because we at least fucking tried. If we don't try, I don't care. I don't even care if, if we go 0 and 16, as long as we let Bryce rip it and he looks fine, I can eat that. I See. can eat that. 0 and 17, shit, but couldn't agree more, man. Like with yeah. Cam, I was so obsessed with Cam's stat line for eight straight years. I wanted him to have a good game because I wanted people to think how great he was across the country. And now I don't give a shit. Let Bryce throw six picks. Let him have yeah. ten touchdowns to twenty interceptions this year. Just let him go out there and ball, dude. Just what, let him go fucking let it go. What you do when you baby it, too, and you don't let him have an open playbook, you, you, you almost – put a mental block in his yes. mind like yes okay i can't make the deep throw that's why i blame i don't blame him for anything i really don't not yet even though that damn fumble reminded mm. me so much of clemson losing to florida state that i also almost threw up it was just it's just been a painful painful year for me uh, well well we gotta you know i'm gonna say uh, pause after them say pause before we gotta work on bryce's forearm strength Pause in the offseason because that's two. That's two of those same. I mean, in the fucking New Orleans game, that same exact play where he gets stripped, sack, yep. fumbled, and the same. Like it was like a mirror of the same thing. So teams know what to do against him. We know he's not the strongest dude. He's got to figure out how to not like 
I sacks are gonna happen. Offensive line should block better, but that's a whole different. You don't fumble that, and they don't pick six and go to the house. I mean, we go down and maybe get another three. We're up sixteen to seven. That at least gives us a little more wiggle room than being down fourteen, thirteen, and now we have to press the gas a little bit more. So, well, also he doesn't do that. Like no one's shitting on Bryce like they are right now. Yep. Even though Twitter's a cesspool, shouldn't listen to anyone, yeah. including my own self, on there. Yeah. But. Uh, it sucks, and there's no we can't defend anything with this team. Nope. Normally, there's always we've always been able to defend. We've always been able to defend Cam one way or another. Whether he didn't have enough weapons, it ain't question Cam, right? It just sucks right now. And and what sucks is I have so much faith in Bryce, and it I still do, but it is creeping in. It is creeping in a little bit. It is yeah. creeping in a little bit, and it doesn't and. It, it doesn't matter. Like we're stuck with him, yeah. And I'm, I like him. I love him. Whatever. I'm not giving up on him. But I cannot lie and say there's not a sliver of doubt now. And that yeah. is the worst thing that can happen after four games. Yeah. It doesn't help that CJ Stroud's playing well. And you know and, I mean? Richardson. Like, it, like, and Richardson, yeah. Yeah. yeah it I mean, like, help. like you said, with with Richardson, you knew it was going to be crazy, but he was a freak athlete. He can run around. Now it did cost yeah. him a game. With concussion, but Bryce got a game with a with a rolled ankle again. This is it seems like even people are p- putting out Twitter that are saying positive things about Bryce. Like it's gonna be all right. He's gonna figure it out. It's just the weapons can't get open. The play calling's archaic. What are they gonna do? Just give it time. And in this world now, where it's such a fast food business, where you want everything done right now in front of you, it is hard to sometimes sit back and go, okay, it is still early. Just because they make an instant grits over there doesn't mean we're not making the good southern couple-day-old grits that's going to be even better over here. It's hard to do that sometimes in every part of our life because we all, now with everything in social media, we think everything's this and everything's gravy. But it is tougher. It is tough to see other picks where when you had the one pick, you could have taken any of those guys. But I don't think any of those guys would be succeeding the way they are in this system. Is the only silver lining I take from that because if Stroud was getting blown up, I think Richardson would have been hurt just as much as well. He'd be running for his life. Yep. It'd be a little bit more exciting. But does that play in the long run? We won't know until we're in our 40s. So, hey. And and at the end of the day, rookie quarterbacks don't win. Like, no. Other, yes. other than Brock Purdy, name a – which is Kyle Shanahan. It's yeah. Not yeah. Brock, any, you plug any quarterback in there, they're going to succeed. Sam Darnold could win him a Super Bowl this year, and I'm, I'm legit mean that. Like, it, it's kind of – rookie quarterbacks don't play. Aaron Rodgers didn't play. You know, Jordan Love wasn't playing. Like, Joe Burrow didn't win anything his rookie year. Yeah, he may have looked a little more decent than Bryce's looked, but, like... Well, Mahomes Mahomes never played, and that was what I think... Now, we did randomly get those practice highlights of him bombing 70 yarders and stuff, but he didn't play, and so I think that's... on the playoff team. Exactly, yeah, agreed. And And I think that is a different thing is when you're on a team like that and you kind of drop them in the bucket... And, yeah, rookie quarterbacks aren't going to be – we want that instant success because that's what we think. But some of these guys, it just doesn't happen. It does take time. Now, there are others that do flame out. Your Zach Wood, Daniel Jones, I'm sure the Giants are like, oh, fuck. Like, why did we pay this guy? So, we could be that in a worse situation. I mean, Baker Mayfield's already on his fucking fourth team, and he was a number one overall. I think Bryce has got a little bit better head on his shoulders than Baker does. And, again, and that kind of just shows you it comes down to system – I just hope we don't now get into this two, three years down the road going, damn, like we did with Cam. 
Wish we would have surrounded him with more weapons, more offensive line. We wasted these five years on a rookie deal by sitting here thinking Adam Thielen and DJ Shark could have got it done. Now, again, to Adam's point, I don't know what else more they could have done in the offseason. The only other thing would have been to keep DJ Moore and trade Brown, uh, Burns, or JC. As of now, the, the order would have been JC, shit, you could have thrown Burns in there. Derrick Brown's playing out of his mind. And hey, you, you, you could have drafted Tank Dell over Mingo. Like, he's looking great. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, draft picks sure. matter, too. Jalen Reed's looking great for the Green Bay Packers, and he's yeah. their fucking fourth option. Yeah. Like, but well, that's why these next three months are just really important to, to just prove that they're the guys. Frank and Bryce are the guys. Yep. And then, because we knew that he wasn't going to have great people surrounding him this year. I don't blame them for that necessarily because they had to go all in to get him. Right. Yeah. So like at the end of the day, that's just the price we're paying. They just got to look a little more competent than they do. And they meaning Frank and Bryce. Yeah. Like we, we need to go into January. We need to go into January being like, all right. Yeah. Now it's time to go get T Higgins. Yeah. Now it's time to. Well, like I, said, I think regardless of how Bryce looks the rest of the way, You've got it because we're going to have the cap space. You've got to go out and make and overpay whoever. I mean, T. Higgins is, and they're not going to franchise him, right? Because they don't have the money because they're going to have to pay Jamar Chase uh, and all that kind of stuff. So you're going to have to go out and get some and, and, and a guard, right? Like, even if Christensen comes back and Corbett looks good and he can make it through the season, I need another guard. I, I probably need another right tackle. Like, we need to go beef up some guys and figure this thing out and. and and, and do something and maybe get some more defense. Another corner because C.J. Anderson is not going to be corners. Yeah, two corners. And then I don't – are you going to re-sign Chin? I don't know. Are you going to re-sign Burns? There's going to be a – I think that's going to be the end of this rope of figuring out what are they doing. Re-sign Luvu for sure. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I like Luvu. Yes, I agree. And I think we can get him on a decent deal. I'd rather trade Burns, sign the best D end out there next offseason. Trade him and just sign the best D end, right? Like, yeah. fuck it. No. Fuck it. And also, yeah. let me, while we're ranting, I'm about sick of this fucking Travis Kelsey shit. <laughs> Taylor Swift, they're shoving that down our throats. You got Wolverine and Deadpool sitting right next to her <laughs> at the game, and they don't even mention him once. Like, come on. Oh. Come on. I just had to say that. Yeah. Uh, just from a TV per, like just for, from a TV perspective, it was the highest rated Sunday night game. In yeah, a long and it will time. be. It'll always like I get why they're doing it, and but yeah. I don't make any of that money. Like fuck, I'm watching these games. I'm watching Chicago and Denver. You know, so it doesn't matter. Hey, but yes, I, I had Kansas City plus nine and a half, and Mahomes goes down. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was so mad. Yeah. God. I, I, I think Ian Thomas would bet inside our facility, by the way, too. <laughs> I, I, I just haven't really been able to get that upset about it because I've been so upset with that we're 0-4. And, and we've been we just spent an hour and a half talking about it. Like, I just can't believe. I was thinking at least 2-2, two and two, right? Like, that's what we were sold. Like, I've been, I've been fine with one win because – now I'm in the despair. I'm, I'm down. I'm in the depression of, as I said earlier, 0-17. Like, I'm looking at that going, there's no fucking way they're going to win another game. If they play this same way. Like, that's how dark I am. Been doing this fanhood for so fucking years. We've been through the 1-15s, the 2-15s. You know what we haven't been through? 
An O in fucking oh, 17. We haven't been an O for. And this is where that. I'm at, man. Hey, more hope. Panthers or Hornets? That's Hor- sad. No, here's your. Who's I, gonna win? Who's gonna have more wins? The Hornets are gonna have more wins than the Panthers. Look, I I started thinking about the Hornets today, which is really sad because I never yeah. started thinking about them until November, or December, and um, I think they could make a play-in game. Yeah. Here we go! Here we go! Break it up! I'm getting so excited. I'm like, no, no, don't do it. Which, which you know what pisses me off? Getting excited. You know what pisses me off about that is that we shouldn't be happy about that. <laughs> you know, they have Lamelo. They've had Lamelo and Bridges long enough that we should be happy about a play-in game. But but that's Brandon Miller though. Franchise. So. It's uh, and I'm I'm excited to see what Brandon Miller does. Yeah. Like I mean, I, I mean, I this mean, is I, like I was, yeah. I like him. So. Yeah. Yeah. But we haven't had a top pick like that since, of course, Lamelo. So and. and like, what are we doing right now, though? You know, <laughs> no, this, is this is it. This is it. This is the crazy. No, it's no, not your fault. I brought it up. Yep. I'm just saying, like, the Hornets have done this forever yep. to us. Like, yep. we think we're going to be good. And now I'm like, and like, yeah, I think we ask this question. At, like, a, every year we ask the question, yep. right? And I'm so, like, I'm done with the Hornets. I'm done I, with the Hornets. Panthers at least have some shining of hope. They're doing the right thing. And guess what? They weren't. They weren't. Yeah. So, Look, so, Mitch. Mitch should have made this roster a lot better two years ago when yeah. they, you know, oh, yeah. like this this franchise should have been a fourth or fifth best team in the East the last couple of years and they weren't. But having Lamelo, Miller, and Williams, crank it up, to, all twenty two and younger, that's <laughs> not too bad, man. It's not too bad. It's not. It's not but <laughs> okay. I, mean, no. I, I don't want, and this is it sucks because now. I'm going to get this way about the Panthers, where it's like, as much as, I mean, I had eternal hope with Kemba, right? Like, oh, we can get Donovan Mitchell and be good, or trade for whoever. And it's like, I I wrote myself off, I was like, I will not do this with the Hornets until they prove it to me. And the Panthers have been so bad that now I am, I'm reverting back to my own habits. It's like, God... I'm setting myself We're insane. Up We're insane. Yes. Jacob called it. We're, We're insane. insane. I told you. We do the same it's, thing. It's, it's we do the, the same thing. <laughs> yep. It's the Michael Corleone. Just when they think I'm out, you pull me back in, baby. That's it. Just when you think you're out of it. And you're like, oh, no. Look, look at this. We got LaMelo. They're all under 25. We're going to be cooking. Just everybody stay off Instagram. Please don't hit any females. Don't drive your cars fast down the road, LaMelo. You got shiny gold Lamborghinis. Just Brandon Miller, I hope you don't get broken finger or torn labor hey. in the first couple weeks. And then, like, at least yeah. LaMelo's wearing – he's going to have ankle braces on, so that's a good sign. Yeah. Hey, he's doing something yeah, different. Yeah. Last season, he finally realized he can't wear the short shoes without ankle braces. Thank you, LaMelo, for doing something different and not just being bullheaded and sticking to the same thing. So I appreciate that. So I, I that's what it is. They're going to pull you right back in. You're going to be looking at Fubo TV prices. To get that Bally Sports to watch those games. Oh, man, that's it. Hey, is, is Charlotte the most irrelevant sports town in America? Yes. Yes. Like, no. I, yeah. Is it even close? Like, you know, you thought about Cleveland, but then they got the Cavaliers. The Browns yeah. are terrible. Like. Yes, I think we are. Orlando. I, I maybe, Orlando. Like, but yeah, but they only have one team. Like, I know. Each, I, I'm it, just... it would have been Tampa, but Tom Brady fucking yeah. blessed them. But like, yeah. 
Well, and the Rays win World Series every now and then. Like, like nothing yeah. happened. Nothing happens here. I don't know though. That that photo of the Rays playoff game when there's only yeah, like that was three thousand people there is pretty pretty tough sight. But yeah, hey, bring them here. They'll never make the playoffs again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Oh man. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, man, that was, a, that was a strong hour and a half. I know we could probably go for another hour to break it down our Hornets hope. And then in three months or in January, we'll be right back here talking about how do we do, how do we fall for this trick? It's the Lucy in the football with Charlie Brown, but it's a basketball in the Hornets. It's the same thing with the fucking Panthers. Just when they had me, how do they pull it? Or the Scooby-Doo, the Zoinks. Oh, I know y'all seen that meme. It's the pulling off the ghost head. It's like, oh, it's Frank Wright. Oh, no, it's Matt Rule. It's the same fucking person. Oh, Here we oh, are. It's Steve, it's Steve Clifford. It's Steve. <laughs> That's right. He's back. Hey, He's back. Wait till we fire Wright and uh, hire Rivera back. Oh, oh don't do it. Don't say do that. that. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Dead, I, I might be done. Like, I just might say, all right. I ain't going down some rabbit holes. <laughs> Oh, why did you even put that in the universe? Well, because that's just Charlotte. We're the despair, you know. We're gonna be the new. In fifteen years, we might be the one. Like we thought, like Lions, Bills, all these fucking teams, right? Like, who would have thought that we would actually? It's like the Obi Wan Kenobi. You were the chosen one, Anakin. <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed when we're like 70 and our grandkids are in a prime age to celebrate Super Bowls. Yeah. And, oh, dude. And, and they get to the, reap the benefits and we have to sit at home and just watch. Yep. It's going to be so unfair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think about that all the time when the Chiefs won their first one. Yeah. And it had been 50 fucking years. Like, and 50 we, years. Like, we... And we were, we almost had it. Yes. Like, twice. In our prime. Twice. Twice. But we almost had it in our prime. We almost had a fucking perfect season. Like, God, man. Like, I can't. The other day when the Niners were playing, they pulled up that fucking Levi Stadium. I was like, I got to change the channel. I can't watch this shit. I'm having flashbacks of, of Michael yeah. Orr skating backwards on the fucking grass. On grass, he was he was playing yeah. ice skates. And then of Tolbert fumbling the fucking ball. And Gano, Gano ain't missed a fucking field goal since he missed the one in fucking the Super Bowl. What are we, like, what are we doing? You know what's really sad? If I found like a Saints or Falcons podcast that was having the same conversation, I would just wa- listen to it to make my I mean, day happy. We just sound so depressed. The Falcons could bring up, hey, we beat them every fucking time we play them. Or the Saints could be like, well, at least we beat Carolina that yep. year with Katrina and it led us on a run to the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah, and good, then I, I turn on the Manning, Manning cast and I. I I've finally gotten over hating Peyton Manning again. <laughs> and I just, like, I don't know. I look at him, and I'm like, God, dude. He moves just as much as he did when he beat us. Oh. <laughs> oh. We are cursed. We he are threw cursed. Josh Norman three picks that game, and he dropped every single one of them. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, one more. Uh, best GM in the last ten years for the Panthers. Who is it? Dave Jones. <laughs> Probably Marty Herney, but uh, I'm just trying to uh, I'm piling on. Yeah, I don't, I mean. We need to end this. We need to end this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, yeah, fair enough. We're well, yeah, because you're gonna start. Gettleman's gonna come in as an advisory role to help this new GM out. Oh man, it's gonna be hell. Well, and so. we parade around every good player we've ever had, and they must be sitting here like, "What a joke!" Yeah. You know, like Keekley's sitting there like, "Man, I made the right call." Oh, definitely. Oh, oh my definitely. god, hey, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, all right. And I, I, well, the last thing, I don't know if y'all saw that tidbit of Cam's new thing, and he said the same thing that we all just said. Bryce yeah. is the type, you've got to surround him with the talent, because if not, he's going to start second-guessing himself. And that's what I think we worry about, is the Zach Wilson effect, the you know Sam Darnold effect, whatever it is, is they start not playing football. Not saying anything would have changed what it is, but they, we thought they set him up. Thielen, honestly, I know Adam said a two. He should probably be a three, right? He should be in the slot, working against linebackers at his age, not not going out there. I it, I don't know what else they could have done besides it's just. He's earning, and I love what Thielen said about Bryce Young after the game too. I mean, he looked like he was about to cry. Yeah, ready, like ready to defend Bryce Young. Yeah. and I love seeing yes. that. I would love to see it out of an old lineman. Absolutely, after he gets fucking hit, something like that. At least, like at least. He's doing that, and he's not the fastest in the world, but he runs a damn route. Yeah. He runs a damn route. And even, like, toward the end of that game, he made that double move, and it's been all over over Twitter and everything else. And Bryce missed him. I don't blame Bryce for it. He's a rookie. And Thielen didn't – like, Thielen basically was like, I'll fucking go to die for this guy. Yeah. So that gives me hope. Because Thielen is a respected player in this league. You saw it out of all the Minnesota fans in our fucking stadium. Yeah. And all the players on Minnesota love him. Like, he's a respected-ass player. So, one glimmer of hope, I still believe in Bryce. But, God, I hope we don't fail him. Yeah. I hope we don't fail him. Agreed. Because he don't have the physical capabilities that Cam did to overcome some of the bad choices by management. Yep. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Agreed. All right. Before we head out, we'll just do a quick uh, shout out to everybody that's in the top ten of the pick'em. We got Cadet first, Levi second, Logan third, David Russell fourth, Brittany McKinney fifth, Vince sixth, Kevin Petriella seventh, Caleb Smith eighth, Cheeks is ninth, and then Tyler Kakali is tenth. So that's our top ten. Get your picks in, Jeeves. I don't. Where'd you you slide down too far? I'm thirteenth. I looked. Okay. I looked before go. I got on. I'm thirteenth. Duvall, I hadn't looked. You was down there with the all underdogs, man. So you might need. I'm to... probably still down there. Okay. Hey, hey don't worry okay. about it. It's too early. <laughs> well, I forgot. I forgot to do it. I got too many fucking fantasy leagues, so I didn't even fucking do it this year. And I look at it every week, and I'm like, God. And now Gadez can be dancing on our grave. Yep. Oh, it's week. gonna be yeah. What a what a terrible person to have leading that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's gonna be dancing all over. <laughs> Only thing is, if we give the Bears one and two, you know. Hurts the lion. <laughs> there you go. Spin zone, baby. Spin zone. Spin zone. There you go. All right. He deserves it. He he deserves to dance. Oh, I've had to. I've had to. I think I've muted him this week because I just. I just for my mental health. He's he, the knife. He's the knife. He's he's, re, he, he's reverse psychologying it right now. But things yeah. he said the the first couple weeks before this week, I've had yeah. to mute it because I'm like. <laughs> For my mental health and stuff, I and he he says he tweets so many things for baiting purposes, and oh, yeah. it's a trap that I have to stay away from it. Hey, one thing before we sign off: if Cadet is listening to this, 
your football team may be better than mine, but anytime you will get crossed up on the basketball court again by myself, just let me know, my friend. Like, oh, again? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear the first time. Oh, this is oh, dope. Oh, yeah. His ankles have never been the same since. Oh, 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 there it is. Oh, I appreciate uh, Those are shots. That was good. That was good. Well, that and yeah. the other videos we have of him the first time he showed up and the, the Lions lost and the next year and then the, the Jeebs with the beatdown on the Blitz game is also the epic if, the comeback, so... Well, I've got some in the chamber if I need it, but I do not. If as long as he doesn't at me individually, we'll be okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess Lurs, you've been fired it up. How do we end it out? Peace.